Chapter 20 Breakfast Magic JC arrived home, very happy, and dying to tell Flora about everything that had happened. He put the kettle on, got the toaster out, and put some water in a pot to boil the eggs for breakfast. He could hear Flora upstairs humming a tune in the bathroom. He set the table. Granny's always set tables, with milk jugs and sugar bowls and little things for salt and pepper and tablecloths, every day, not just Christmas Day. As he did all this, he had time to think. Syl Winters was Flora's friend. Maybe it would be better not to mention him or his gun. Anyway, he had gone away like Grey Fox. Surely they wouldn't come back. Oh, lovely. Breakfast, said Flora as she walked into the kitchen. Are you not the best grandson in the world? Oh, tell me about this special friend of yours, JC. Is he a nice boy? Flora smiled as she took the top off his egg. Oh, he's not a boy. He's a sort of nice monster, I suppose. J.C. squinted his eyes as he tried to describe Mr. Wiscockley. He has only one leg and a big smiley eyes. Uh, he talks with a funny lisp and gets his words all mixed up when he's excited. He always comes to play when I'm alone. Sounds like a very special friend and an interesting creature, she said. Nobody sees him, only me. When Mam or Dad read a story to me, he curls up on the beanbag in my bedroom to listen. They don't see him, or even hear him when he laughs. J.C. watched his granny as he talked, and she listened carefully with a little smile on her face. Sometimes we play in the kitchen or in my garden at home, and nobody sees him there either. I had a special friend when I was a girl, you know, she said. J.C. looked up at his granny's face. Did you really? Really? he whispered. What was his name? What was he like? Was he a secret? Well, for a start he was not a he. He was a she, his granny answered, with a faraway look in her eyes. She was tiny and pretty, and her name was Miss Alley. We played together all the time when I was little. We had such fun. She looked at J.C. She was a sort of secret, I suppose. Imaginary friends usually are. Has everybody got imaginary friends, Flora, or just you and me? J.C. wanted to know. No, not everybody, but a lot of children do when they are young, especially children with no brothers or sisters to play with. Your dad knows all about them. He had one himself when he was a boy, years ago. They played together in Thornywood, too. Did they really? said J.C. with delight. I remember one time when your granddad made a rope swing in the wood for your dad, and your dad asked him to make another one for cockles. <laughs> Flora shook her head and smiled as she remembered. Cockles, said J.C., thinking hard and looking at the piece of toast in his hand. Flora? That's mad. Your friend was Miss Alley, right? Yeah, that's right, she said. And Dad's friend was called Cockles, right? 
Right again, J.C., what about it? Well, I didn't tell you my friend's name. It's, it's Mr. Wiss Cockley. I call him Mr. Wiss. Mr. Wiss Cockley. It's like all the names put together. Isn't that strange, Flora? Isn't it? Amazing, Flora said almost to herself. How very amazing. And Flora... J.C. paused for a moment before he told her. Flora, I used to talk to Mr. Wiss only in my head, like, like in my mind. But in Thorny Wood, we talk out loud and the animals can see and hear him too. Is, is that magic? <laughs> That's Thorny Wood, J.C., the most magical place in the world. Flora laughed as she carried dishes to the sink. Magical it is. Flora, where did she go? Miss Alley and Cockles, where did they go? J.C. had a tear in his eye and a lump in his throat when he asked. Where will Mr. Wiscockley go when I grow up? Where will he be, Flora? <laughs> well, that's easy, J.C. Imaginary friends are always there for children who need a friend to play with. You may not see him, but Mr. Wiscockles, uh, no, I mean Mr. Wiscockley, will always be there. That's what imaginary friends do. They will always be there for children who need some fun and company. Well, how long will I have him for a friend? asked J.C., trying not to cry. <laughs> for exactly as long as you want him. She smiled and rubbed his head. J.C. laughed when he heard this. That's okay then. I'll have him forever. Okay, Flora. Okay by me, said his granny. She looked so kind and wise, like the wise old owl. Then J.C. told his granny all about the grey fox adventure. He didn't tell her about Sil Winters, though he did ask. Flora, can Mr. Winters make you sell him thorny wood? Oh, you little worryhead, his granny laughed. Now you know the real magic of thorny wood. Do you think I would ever sell it? Now, off you go. I have work to do. And she kissed the top of his head. Don't mind, Sil. He's just a lonely old man. J.C. wasn't so sure. He remembered Sil Winter's words. I want thorny wood, he said. I don't give up, he said. I will have it, he said. He was just about to head upstairs to bed for a snooze when he got an uneasy feeling. Something bad was hanging around Thorny Wood. I'll, I'll have a nap later with Mr. Wiss, he thought, as he made some egg sandwiches and filled a bottle of orange juice. Bye-bye, Flora. I'm going back to Thorny Wood, OK? OK, J.C., have a nice time, she said. She was sewing in the sunroom and she had a couple of pins in her teeth. Be good and be careful, she said. But it sounded like, Gee good and gee careful. It must be hard to say things with pins in your teeth. J.C. was about halfway to the clearing, hands in his pockets, splashing in the water in his wellies, when he got a big surprise. There was a loud 
rustling in the trees, followed by a swishing and a clacking sound. Then he laughed as he heard a funny voice right over his head. It sang, Oh, I'm the boy catcher, yes I am. I catch small boys when I can. Boys that make the grey fox run, make the white fox drop his gun. If they come back, we'll kick their bum. Oh, I'm the boy catcher, yes I am. Suddenly, Two big hands dropped from the branches, caught J.C. under the arms and swung him back and forth. J.C. laughed and kicked his legs in the air. Put me down, put me down, you big idiot! squealed J.C. delightedly. Mr. Viscockley did just that and swung himself down by one long arm to stand on the bank of the stream. Elephant landed on his head as usual. Hello, J.C. I have to travel by tree travel. Too slow to walk in water. Slip, slide, fall on the bum, but swing. Femdemity, swing. Here is nifty shifty. <laughs> J.C. was laughing, but he was amazed. He had never imagined Mr. Wiss travelling through the trees or leaving the clearing without him or doing anything on his own. But there were more important things to think about and to talk about. Elephant thought so too. You see, the white feather man fox. Many times I see him looking in Thorny Wood. I think he's dangerous. Just what I was thinking, Elephant. Maybe we should talk to the wise old owl. Let's go. Another meeting, I think and off they went to find the wise old owl.